0: They didn't even have lyrics for those songs or chords, and they had to kind of make it work, amen, and they done that just because I asked them to, and I'm thankful for that today, amen. amen. They made it work. Even though I was panicking, they didn't panic, amen, yeah. and they made it work, amen. amen, amen. I just felt like God was laying on my heart today to share an encouraging word, and y'all pray that my voice holds out if it does, and I told Pastor Mark just to kick me out of the way and take over, okay? No. But... uh I just wanted to share an encouraging word today. I just felt like God's wanting to impart some hope. Amen. Amen. Wanting to give some hope to His children. There's, There's a lot of bad news in the world today. I've been watching the news. I've been out sick from work, like I told you, and listening to the news. And if you listen to the news, you would think that maybe, you know, the world, there's no hope. You would think that it's just beyond hope, right? There's a lot of confusion. There's a, uh, just a feeling of hopelessness. There's just so much stress. It seems like everybody's suffering from some type of anxiety today. And I just felt like God's saying, where do we go when we need hope? Amen. Mm-hmm. Where can we go when we need hope? Do you know the answer to that question today? Amen. If you don't know, I'm going to go ahead and just kind of give you a little bit of foretaste. Amen. You can go to God. Amen. You can go to God today if you, if you need hope, God, because there's hope from the Lord. Amen. Our hope today is found in God. Amen. The maker of heaven and earth. Amen. Our hope is found in the perfect sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Amen. We have not only hope in a cross where the life-saving blood of Jesus Christ was shed, but we also have hope in an empty grave today. Amen. I'm so glad that Jesus isn't still on that cross. Amen? I'm so glad that He isn't still in that grave. Amen? I'm so glad that the grave is empty. Amen? We have hope today. I want you to know today if you are down, if you are lonely, if you are depressed, if you are stressed, if you are anxious, I want you to know that God just wants you to know It's going to be okay. Amen. That's the title of this message today. It's going to be okay. Amen. If I could leave anything with you today, it's going to be okay. Amen. Whenever my daughter or my wife or my son, when they get overwhelmed, if they get anxious, I always try to let them know, and they try to let me know when I do the same, and I probably get like that more than they do, but they always try to tell me, look, it's going to work out everything's going to work out, right? Everything is going to be okay. One thing I've learned in my 48 years on this earth, amen, is that it always works out, amen? And I know most of y'all said, "What well, that boy's 48. I did not know that, amen? Amen. But that's right, I'm 48, amen? And, uh, but I've learned today that it's, it's all going to be okay. It always works out. The problems we face today may feel like the most overwhelming problem we've ever faced in our life. Amen? It may feel like this is the problem, just the worst problem I've ever faced. Amen? But you know what? The last problem we faced, we felt that same way. And guess what? It worked out. And guess what? This one will work out too. Amen? It will work out. It will be okay. Okay? when we need hope we turn to God and one way we do that is we turn to the word of God. Today we're going to be in Jeremiah 17:5 through 8 and it says this in uh, verse 5 it says thus saith the Lord Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, and maketh flesh his arm. Amen. That means if you trust in man, if you trust in your own strength, you're cursed. Amen. And whose heart departeth from the Lord, for he shall be like the heath in the desert, and shall not see when good cometh, but shall inhabit the parts, places in the wilderness, a salt land, and not inhabited. Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord, and whose hope. The Lord is. Amen. Amen. The Amen. Bible said, "Blesseth is the man that trusts in God. Amen. Amen. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters, and that spreadeth out her roots by the river, and shall not see when heat comes, but her leaf shall be green, and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall she cease from yielding fruit. Amen. Amen. Shall cease from yielding fruit. The first thing I want us to see today is that if you are a child of God, you just built different. Amen. You just built different. Amen. Some of you young people know what I'm talking about. All right? I'm trying to get in their lingo a little bit today. Okay. You just built different. Right. We're just not like everybody else. We may live in the same world as everybody else, but we're not like everybody else. Okay. Right. The Bible says we are in this world, but we're not of this world. Amen. I don't know about those aliens people's been talking about on uh, social media that's down in Miami, but I'm here to tell you today you are an alien. You are an alien to this world, amen. You are different, amen. We live here, but we're not of here. We have to know how to function in this world. We have to know how to be productive members of society in this world, amen. But this world is not our home, and it's not our God, amen. It's not our God today, amen. So today, if you look around this world, and it seems like chaos... If it seems like everything is backwards, you need to get into your heart today. Get it into your spirit. It's going to be okay. Amen. Tell your neighbor today, it's going to be okay. 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 Amen. (laughs) I tell you, you, if we can just get in our hearts and the spirit of it's going to be okay, I really and truly believe it can be life-changing. Amen. I want you to know today, I believe if you can get in your spirit, a feeling of it's going to be okay. It can be generational cycle changing. Amen. There's a lot of people in this world that have had this feeling of everything's against me, everything's bad, everything's negative in all this world. And guess what? Their children grow up with everything's bad, everything's against me, everything's negative. Amen. And it just keeps on and going. It's just a generational cycle. Amen. You see one mother, you see one daughter, you see one son, and it just continues and it continues. Amen. But if we can get into our spirit, a feeling of it's going to be okay. It can be generational cycle breaking today. Amen. The enemy of your soul wants to beat you down. He wants to beat you down. He wants to fill you with situations and circumstances. He wants to burden you. Amen. He wants to weigh you down with negativity and feelings of chaos and hopelessness. But I want you to know today, if you are a child of God, He is not a God of confusion. Amen. And that confusion and that chaos that you feel is not of God. And I want you to know today, if it's not of God, it will not last. It will not last. Amen. It's going to be okay. In fact, Jesus said, I have to go back to heaven, but I'm not going to leave you comfortless. Amen. Amen. He said, I'm going to leave you today a Holy Spirit. And this Holy Spirit's desire is for us to live above our situations, our circumstances. I think too many people today are living in their situations and circumstances. We weren't built to live in our situations and circumstances. We were built to live above those situations and circumstances. Amen? Your situations and circumstances are not who you are. They're just what you're going through. Amen? And you will get through them. And you will make it to the other side. And you will be okay. And just because... We get it into our heart today that we're going to be okay. Doesn't mean that those situations and circumstances aren't there. It doesn't mean that we're living in denial today. It doesn't mean that we're not just kind of wailing around, oblivious to what's going around us. It means that we have been empowered through the Holy Ghost, Amen, to live above those situations, Amen. That's all it that means, Amen. You're still in the situations; they're still there, Amen. But you have the power of the Holy Ghost to live above those situations and circumstances. Paul said in Philippians 4, 11 through 13, and I'm going to read this in the NIV version and I may never get to speak here again. Amen. But I'm going to read it in the NIV version because I love the way this sounds. I'm just kidding. Amen. Our pastor doesn't mind that at all. Amen. If you read that in verse 11, it says this, and I'm not saying this because I am in need, for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances I've learned to be content. I have learned to be content. I believe there's some people in here that need to learn to be content. Amen. Amen. I've had to learn to be content in my life. Amen. I know what it's like to be in need, Paul said, and I know what it's like to have plenty. I learned the secret of being content in every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, is I can do all things, amen, through him who gives me strength. Amen. You know what Paul is saying? He's saying it's going to be okay. That's all he's saying is it's going to be okay. They beat him. They put him in prison. They left him for dead. But Paul knew it's going to be okay. Amen. If anyone knew problems, it was Paul. If anyone knew stress, guess what? It was Paul. If anyone knew negative situations, right? It was Paul, right? But Paul said, I will rise above these situations. I will rise above these circumstances. Amen. He said that these uh, situations, the circumstances are not who I am. Amen. I am a child of God. And I will rise above them. Amen. And it's not because I'm superhuman. It's not because I'm supernatural. But it's because I serve Jesus. Amen. Amen. And He's superhuman. And He's supernatural. Amen. Amen. And He gives me the strength. Paul knew it doesn't mean that there aren't going to be hard times. It just means that I'm going to be okay. It doesn't mean that I don't feel pain sometimes. It just means it's going to be okay. It doesn't mean that I don't get disappointed every now and then. It just means it's going to be okay. It doesn't mean that the devil is never going to attack me. It just means it's going to be okay. It doesn't mean that I'm going to have everything in this world that I want. It just means everything's going to be okay. It doesn't mean everything's going to turn out my way. It just means everything's going to be okay. It doesn't mean it doesn't matter if I'm on a mountain. It doesn't matter if I'm in a valley. It's going to be okay. I can have abundance or I can have lack. It's going to be okay. Amen. The economy can be rocking along or it can be in a recession. I'm going to be okay. Amen. There can be a Republican in office. There can be a Democrat in office. I'm going to be okay. Amen. We're all going to be okay. Your situ- your situations and your circumstances don't determine your outcome or your outlook. That's right. Amen. I'm going to say that again. Your situations and your circumstances don't determine your outcome or your outlook. Amen. It's going to be okay. I know people in this very room that are going through things that most people would say is catastrophic. They are going through things that a lot of people wouldn't be able to go through. Amen. But they are going through it, and you wouldn't know it by looking into their lives. Why? Because they have a feeling of it's going to be okay. They have a feeling in their heart that it's going to be okay. They know that God's going to get them through it. Amen. And it's going to be okay. Habakkuk the prophet said it like this in Habakkuk 3, 17-18. It says this, Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines; The labor of the olive shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Amen. Amen. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Amen. Amen. Let's break that down real quick. It's if, it's, he, first he starts off by saying, All As if to say, this is my situation. These are my circumstances. This is what I'm going through. You can put that whatever you're going through. Although I'm going through a divorce. Although I've just lost my job. Although I've got this in my life. Amen. That's what he's saying, right? And then he says, the fig tree doesn't blossom. He says, there's no fruit on the vine. The olives aren't producing oil. If we translated this into the 21st century, it might say something like this. Even if we received the worst health report we've ever received. Even if our spouse just left us. Amen. Even if we've lost a job after 30 years and we've lost our retirement. Even if, God forbid, we've lost our home. Even if, God forbid, we've lost a loved one. Amen. Even if we've just been betrayed by someone we trust with all our heart. And all of these situations and any one of them will be enough to just just cause grief and calamity in our life. Amen. Yet the prophet says although. As if to say even if. Even if all of those happen. Right, even if everything, every one of those happen, amen, even if all of these terrible situations happen to me all at once, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Not that I don't care. Not that I'm oblivious. Not that I really won't crave a cheeseburger. Amen. Or in my case, a taco. Amen. Not that I won't wish I had some heat at the house or maybe even wish I had a house. Amen. Not that I won't think that, you know, the world's uh, falling apart around me. Right. But it's going to be okay. Amen. It could be bad. Right. But it's going to be okay. I'm going to praise God because it's going to be okay. I once heard somebody say, hell may empty itself at my doorstep, but praise will open that door and step over it. Amen. Amen. Listen, let let your praise lift you above that situation today. Amen. Let your worship lift you above that circumstances today, church. Amen. We aren't saying we won't get wet when it rains. We ain't saying it. we won't get cold when we don't have electricity, but we're simply saying it's going to be okay. Amen. There's a song that says, I will praise the Lord. I will praise the Lord no matter what. Amen. No matter what tomorrow brings or what He has in store, I will praise the Lord. Amen. Being a Christian doesn't mean we're exempt from problems, from hardships, from trials and tribulations. It doesn't mean that we'll never suffer a loss. It doesn't mean we'll never have a broken heart. It just means we learn to live from a higher place. Amen. Amen. We learn to live from a higher understanding, if you will. Amen. We learn to live from a place of it's going to be okay. Amen. It's going to be okay. Don't, Don't misunderstand this for some type of hype message or something like that to get you all excited. Don't think I'm telling you that when problems come, we shouldn't care. I'm not saying that they won't affect us. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that we should somehow be impervious to pain. I'm not saying we'll never fall down. I'm not saying we won't ever cry or be hurt. I'm not even saying we won't even, ever ask God why. What I'm saying is even in the question, and we can know it's going to be okay. Amen. 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 Even in the pain, even in the hurt, even in the disappointment, we can know yeah. it's going to be okay. What I want you to see today in our pastor, he said it many, many times, the devil is doing everything in his power to steal your peace. He's doing everything in his power to steal your joy. He's doing everything in your power to keep you from worshiping God. He's doing everything in his power to keep you from praising God. Amen? See, the devil was in charge of worship in heaven. He was the lead worshiper, if you will, in heaven. Amen? And he was up there and he was worshiping, but then God cast him out and now he is not able to worship. No more. So guess what? He doesn't want you to worship either. He is trying to steal your praise. But I want you to see this this morning. Your worship is a weapon. Amen. Amen. And your praise is a sucker punch. Amen. Your praise is a sucker punch. There is nothing more confusing, nothing more humiliating than for the devil to throw his best shot at you and instead of you giving up, Instead of you backing down, instead of you backsliding, instead of you sinking off into depression, you square up your shoulders, you lift up your head, you lift up your eyes, Amen, you lift up your hands, and you begin to give God praise, Amen, Amen. How confusing must that be to the devil? How humiliating must that be to the devil, amen, when a child of God just continues to worship, even in the middle of the problem, amen. There's nothing more powerful than taking a praise break in the middle of your problem, amen. Just as Paul and Silas, amen. Paul and Silas was chained together in a dungeon, in a jail cell, in in the middle of wherever they were at. Amen. But the power of a midnight praise delivered them. And not only delivered them, even the jailer got saved. Amen. That is the power of your praise. Amen. Your praise is a sucker punch to the enemy. Amen. I don't, I don't know why we think of praise and worship as something that has to be dignified. We always think of praise and worship as something that has to be pretty. Sometimes praise isn't dignified, amen. Sometimes praise isn't pretty, amen. I've seen some ugly praise in my time, amen. I've seen some ugly worshiping in my time, amen. I, I, you've probably seen me do some ugly worshiping, amen. I've been down in this altar crying and snotting, had my shirt all up around my belly, My underwear was showing. Amen. Amen. Listen, when you're using your worship as a weapon, you ain't worried about looking pretty. Amen. Amen. You give God your ugly praise. Amen. You give God your ugly praise today. Amen. Don't worry about what sister better than you thinking about you. Amen. Don't worry about them. Amen. They ain't going through what you're going through. Amen. But one day they're going to go through what you're going through. Amen. And they're going to hope they got some ugly praise in them too. Amen. So you... So you keep giving God your ugly praise. Amen? If you don't know how to give God your ugly praise, talk to Damien. He'll, he'll, <laughs> he'll, help, you, he'll help you out. Amen? <laughs> um, Job, lost, Job lost everything he had. Amen? Lost everything he had, but instead of cursing God, the Bible says he worshiped God. Amen? Y'all think that was some pretty praise? I don't think that was no pretty praise. Amen? Amen. I don't think he was singing, Raise a hallelujah. Amen. 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 I, I know that wasn't pretty, but it was pretty to God. Amen. Amen. I, believe, I bet God thought it was pretty. Amen. And I bet that praise Job let out was an ugly praise. Amen. The man had boils all over his body. He couldn't wear clothes because they irritated the boils. They caused him pain. Amen. He lost his children. He lost his home. He lost his livelihood. What? No, no, no way that praise was pretty, right? As we see it, but I bet it was beautiful to God. Amen. 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 And it reached the heart of God. And the Bible says that that weapon, was, that praise was a weapon against the enemy. Amen. Right? And God restored everything to Job. Right. As a matter of fact, He gave him double for his trouble. Amen. Amen. He gave him double for his trouble. Amen. Right. We, we need to be able to use our praise as a weapon. Amen. We need to be able to use our worship as a weapon, amen, our praise as a sucker punch. Let's break down 17, 5 through 8 one more time right quick. Jeremiah 17, 5 through 8, it says, Thus saith the Lord, Curseth be the man that trusteth in man, and maketh flesh his arm, and whose heart departeth from the Lord, amen. Starts out by saying, Thus says the Lord, not thus says Jeremiah, not thus says Ezekiel, not thus says this prophet, Not thus says this pastor, right? Not thus says Pastor Mark, Pastor Keith, right? This is God talking, amen? Amen. And God says, listen to this, I'm pronouncing a curse on a man that turns away from God and puts confidence in his own strength, amen? I am pronouncing a curse on a man who puts his confidence and his trust into his own ability today. That means that he trusts in anything apart from God. He may trust in money. He may trust in other people, technology, medicine, doctors, lawyers. It doesn't mean that these things are evil. It doesn't mean that these things are bad. What it means is if we put our trust in those things above God, amen, they can begin to be bad to us, amen? Not that those things aren't bad. God gives us all those things, amen? But we shouldn't put our trust in those things instead of God. Next he says the person who takes their trust away from God and puts it into the arms of the flesh he shall be like the heath in the desert and shall not see when good cometh but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness and a salt land and not inhabited. John Gill's commentary says that a heath is a low shrub. It says it is fruitless and useless. It says that this low shrub, this heath is fruitless and useless. See it bears no fruit and it produces no seed. The Bible says if you, produce, if you put your trust in yourself, if you put your trust in man, you will be fruitless and useless. Amen. Amen. And you will produce no good seed. Right. And in fact, he says you will be like a heath in the desert. In other words, if you depend on your own self and you don't put your trust in God, you're going to live in a very, very dry place. And this is talking spiritually. You'll live in a spiritually desolate place a place far from the presence of God. You know today that only in the presence of God is there real joy. You know today that only in the presence of God is there real peace. Amen. You know today that only in the presence of God is there real comfort. Amen. But if you put your trust in yourself you will live out of that presence of God. So there will be no joy there will be no peace there will be no comfort today. Right. I love that song that my beautiful wife sings, that goodness of God. It says that I will live in the goodness of God. I will live in the goodness of God. Listen, if we put our trust in man, we will not have the favor of God. You will live in the mercy of God, right? Yes, right. Everybody lives in the mercy of God. Everybody lives in the goodness of God. See, but there is a huge difference between living in mercy and living in favor. Amen. amen. See, it doesn't mean that there won't be goodness of God. Everybody lives under the goodness of God. The difference, though, though, is the ones that live under the favor of God recognize that favor. Amen. Amen. Those that live under mercy and goodness, they don't ever even see it. Right? right. They can be blessings pouring all around them. Right? They live in an atmosphere of... there can be blessings raining all around them and they live in an atmosphere of spiritual drought, right? In other words, there's blessings pouring all around them, but they don't even see it, right? That's right. That is sad, but it happens all the time. There are people in church services all across the world today and God is pouring out His presence. And there are people being blessed and there are those that can't perceive or receive what God's doing. That's right. There are people that don't even understand it, right? The very presence of God is manifested all around them and they're complaining. Woe is me. Amen. Right. It's just so hot. It's just so dry. It's just so desolate. I'm just so miserable. Amen. You ever been around someone that just can't enjoy the good things that's going on around them? Right. They're so wrapped up in all the negative things. Amen. They can't enjoy the good things that are around them. Amen. They can be in the middle of the most beautiful island in the world, but they're complaining because it's hot. Right? Because it's dry. Right? Right? Because the water's a little too warm. Amen? Right? There's people that are like that. Right? They can't see. Right? It's because they are blinded to the goodness of God. They can't see the good. They only see the negative, amen? See, God is pouring out His presence. People are being healed. People are being saved, filled with the Holy Ghost. And and to them, there's just way too much shouting going on in here, amen? Uh, The music is just a little too loud, amen? Right? I wonder if they could turn those lights up a little bit. I wonder if they could turn that heat down a little bit, amen? It's hot. It's dry. I can't feel God, amen? The goodness of God surrounds us all if you are unable to see the goodness of God, if you are all wrapped up in negativity and problems, pay attention to this next part of this message, the passage. It says, Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Blessed is the man that trusts God and whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be like a tree, planteth by the waters, and that spreadeth out his roots by the river, and shall not see when the heat coming, but her, her leaf shall be green, and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall she cease from yielding fruit. Stop focusing on the negative. Put your trust in God. Amen. The Bible says, blessed is the man, blessed is the woman, blessed is the child that puts their trust in God. Blessed are those that have made their confidence in God. They have put their hope and their confidence in Jesus Christ. Amen. That old song says you are blessed and highly favored. Amen. You are fortunate to have your hope and trust in God. See, there are trees planted all over the world. Some are in some very desolate places. Right. Some are in some very lush places. Right. But you are blessed. Right. Because you are like that tree who is planted right beside the riverbank. Amen. See, there is a continuous supply of living water beside that riverbank. Amen. Yeah. There is an abundant supply of life-given nutrients. Amen. And the Bible says your roots run deep. Amen. Yeah. The roots run deep. Amen. So that water represents the Spirit and it represents the Word of God. And these trees, unlike the shrubs that put their trust in man, they put their trust in God. And they're not bothered by the heat. Amen. They're not bothered by the droughts. Amen. Their leaves stay green. They continue to produce fr- fruit. If you listen to that Verse in 8, one more time it says, And that spreadeth out her roots by the river and shall not see when the heat cometh. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say the heat's not coming. That's right. Right? It doesn't say in that next part that there is no drought for that tree that's next to the riverbank. See, the, the trees that aren't by the riverbanks, they still see drought. That's right. Right? They still have heat that comes. Amen. What we need to see here today is that those shrubs and the, uh, and the river are, in a natural sense, enduring the same circumstances and conditions. The tree and the shrub are enduring the same conditions. They're both in droughts. They both see heat. The verse tells us it's not that the heat doesn't come. It's not that the droughts doesn't come. See, droughts come to the river banks just like they come to the desert. But the tree planted by the water knows something the shrub doesn't know in the desert. Amen. He knows it's going to be okay. Amen. He knows it's going to be okay. So that tree by the river has deep reaching roots, amen. It can reach the living water, amen. It can reach those life giving nutrients in times of drought, amen. Amen. So you're going to go through some things in this life. But it's when you have those deep roots, amen, that you can reach those life giving waters, amen, and those life-given nutrients, amen. We, like these trees planted by the rivers, have a continual supply of spirit and word. And we aren't like those useless, fruitless shrubs that can proceed can't perceive or receive the goodness of God. Mm -hmm. We're just the opposite. We're tapping into the goodness of God right in the middle of the drought, right in the middle of the heat, right in the middle of it. We're tapping into the goodness of God. Our roots have found the source of strength and refreshing. We have learned how to seek out the anointing and presence of God. When When there's heat, when there's drought, when there's pain, when there's struggling, when there are problems, when there are trials, we will put our trust and we will put our confidence in God. Amen? Amen. When trials come our way, it's going to be okay. Amen? Amen. When problems knock on our door, it's going to be okay. When anxiety and stress begin to rise, I will rise above it. Amen? Amen. It's It's going to be okay. We've been using this title, this little, not title, we've been using this little slogan this year it says more in 24, right? More in 24. We've been using this, right? Well listen, I want you to know today if you want more in 24 then trust more in 24. Amen. Amen. If you want to see more, trust more. Amen. Tell your neighbor if you want to see more, trust more. Amen. (laughs) Amen. I want you to know today as times get harder, as we get closer to the coming of the Lord, there's going to be a clear line of separation between those that trust God and those that trust man. Amen. Amen. Am I right? Amen. As we get closer to the end of this world, amen. there's going to be a clear line of separation between those that trust in man and those that trust in God. Amen. If you don't believe me, think back two years ago when the pandemic hit. Amen. Am I right? There was a clear line drawn between those that trusted God and those that trusted man. Amen. And listen, I'm not talking how anybody handled that situation, okay, right? Because we we all handled it the way that we best we thought we had, right? But all we can do now is use that as a teaching moment. Amen. Right? Because that's not going to be the last major problem we have in this Amen. world. Amen. Right. right? So our faith may not have been as strong as we would have liked to have been. Amen. I can tell you right now. And I've talked to pastor many times. I regret some of the actions we took. Amen? Amen. Right? I really do. Right? But all we can do now is understand that we've got to have our faith strengthened. Amen? Right? Right? Because it's not going to be the last problem we have. Right? Right? Now we have an opportunity to reach those roots deeper. Amen? To reach those roots a little deeper. An opportunity to lean into God and strengthen our trust in God. We need to evaluate where we are right now. And and you say, how can we evaluate? Well, what I've noticed about people whose trust isn't in God is that they're easily cast down. They're easily disappointed. They're easily confused. They're easily frustrated. They don't have a lot of joy. They don't have a lot of peace. They don't recognize all the good things God is doing around them. They're continually seeking out different things to satisfy them, continually seeking out other things to fulfill them. But But that's that trust God aren't so easily shaken. Those that trust God aren't so easily shaken. In fact, those that are dwelling in the presence of God and doing their best to live by His Word, they're joyful. They're confident. They have peace in their life. They're productive. Amen? They are fruitful and they are also thankful. Amen. See, they also tend to recognize the goodness of God in their lives. They even recognize the goodness of God even when they're in problems. Amen. They see that God's shining favor on them even when they're in the middle of a trial. Amen. They tend to live in a a, it's going to be okay mindset. You know anybody that lives in a it's going to be okay mindset? I wonder today, can you see the goodness of God in your life? Think about that for a minute. David said, search me, O God. Right. Ask God to search your heart right now. Look at yourself for just a moment. Do you truly see the goodness of God on your life? Amen. Or are you constantly wrapped up in negativity? Hmm. Are you constantly wrapped up in drama? Are you constantly being critical of those around you? Amen. Do you find yourself worked up over things you read on Facebook? Amen. Hmm. Constantly uh, sharing negative things, right? Shaken up by current news. Listen to me today. God is not a God of confusion. That's right. God is not a God of drama. God is not a God of negativity. If the things you are consuming today are those things, get away from them. Amen. 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 If Facebook is making you more negative, log out. Amen. Amen. If the news is giving you anxiety, turn it off. If the music you are listening to isn't encouraging you, change the channel. Amen. If the people that you are around are negative, constantly complaining, constantly gossiping, find you somewhere more positive to hang around with. Amen. Surround yourself with good church, godly people. Amen. Get in the Word of God. Amen. And put your trust in God today. Amen. Psalms 37 and 3 says, Trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Psalm 3 and 5 says, Trust in the Lord all thine heart and lean into thine own understanding. Amen. See, I believe God is telling us today if you want more in 24, trust me more Amen. in 24. Amen. Don't put your trust in the government. Don't, don't put your trust in money. Amen. Don't put your trust in a politician. Don't put your trust into a political party. Some trust in chariots. Right? And, oh, I forgot to read this verse of... Psalms 20 and 7 says, Some trust in chariots, some in horses, but we will remember the name of our God. Amen. Amen. Some trust in chariots and horses, some trust in elephants or donkeys. Amen. But we will remember the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Listen, I believe in 2024 things are going to be just as crazy as they were last year. Amen. I'm not saying that things are going to be any better this year for this world. Amen. Right. Right. They're going to be the same Crazy things going on. But I believe that in spite of all the crazy things that are going to happen, those that trust in God will thrive. Amen. Amen. Not just survive. Amen. Not just survive. Those that trust in God will thrive. Amen. Amen. The, tr- the church, if we put our faith and our trust in God, and we lean into Him and we seek Him with all our heart, with all our soul and all our mind, we will be extremely successful Amen. in advancing His kingdom. We will harvest when others perish. Amen. We will produce good fruit and we will become more and more attractive in a spiritual sense to a world that is spiritually starving to death. Amen. If we put our trust in God. If we put our trust in the Lord. Amen. Amen. And they will see us as a lifeline to God. Mm -hmm. See, the world is looking for something that is a little different. Amen. And if the world comes into a church and they don't see hope. Amen. If they don't see us trusting in God. If they see us all the time just uh, with anxiety with everything that's going on in the world today, if they see that, then they said, you're no different than the world. That's right. why, do, why should I come here? That's you're right. no different than everybody else, True. right? True. And then they're just going to go off and go somewhere else, and they'll try to find that fulfillment in the world, amen? Right. And, but, but if we will just go and we'll trust God, if the church will trust God, amen. if we'll put our faith in God, amen, if we will trust God, amen, when, the, when they come here, they'll see us. What else? See us. I'm sorry. I, tr- <laughs> I couldn't have made that less obvious, could I? <laughs> Amen. We got to put our trust in God. Amen. Listen to me, church. It's going to be okay. I don't know what's weighing you down today. Amen. I don't know what's burdening you down today. Amen. I don't know what's what's going on in your hearts today. Amen. I just know one thing. It's going to be okay. Amen. 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 Reach those roots deep today. Find a place today to reach your roots deep today amen find a place to reach your roots deep today amen i don't know why in the world we try to make altar call some some weird thing right we try to make it where you know where only the sinners come up it's not that's not what altar call is amen amen i told you i've been in this altar many many times praising god amen and trying to just get my roots a little deeper amen just trying to get my roots a little deeper right because see i know that things are going to come in my life too. Amen. I know I'm going to go through some things in my life too. Amen. But I also know that I need my faith strengthened. Amen. For when those times come, I need my faith strengthened. I need to be strong. Amen. I need to be able to have peace in my heart, joy in my heart. Amen. There's times when problems have come in my life and I didn't handle it like I should have. There's times when I've had problems in my life and I didn't handle it, you know, like a, a christian would or like we would think they would amen there's been times in my life where you know just struggles have come and and i've told you i've suffered with bad anxiety and i was a christian then and i didn't handle that like i I thought i should have amen I, i let that debilitate me i let that take over my life for many years two years right i let that take over my life and i was still trying to serve god but i was failing miserably to do that amen But the reason was, see, I had let things in my life become a little bit more important than God. I had quit seeking God like I was when I first got saved. I started, you know, focusing more on other things, church work, if you will, right? The the technical side of church and cutting the grass at church and doing all that. I started focusing on all those stuff, but I I quit reaching my roots deeper. And then before you know it, I got myself in trouble. And I got all wrapped up in that anxiety and I had to get out of it, amen. But I want you to know today that when I began to seek God after God, and I began to give my God to my, my heart to God truly and seek after Him above all those other things, I began to come out of that mess. I began to come out of that darkness. I began to come out of those negative thoughts in my life, amen. Right? But it took me seeking God. It took me putting God first, amen. It took me trusting God wholly. Amen. That's what it took. Amen. It took also some, uh, some good Christian people in my life. Amen. People like these two right here and people like that one back there and my wife. Amen. People that are good, strong Christian people, that had to be in my life. Amen. So today, if you're going through those problems, if you got those things in your life, amen, I want you to know today, surround yourself with good Christian people. Amen. 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 Start reaching those roots reach deep. Start doing the things you know to do. Start replacing that, those, that fear in your life with faith. Amen. Amen. Start replacing that thing. And I, I know that, that's a popular saying. I was thinking about that when I was writing this message. There's, you know, that's, that's on shirts, right? Fear over, faith over fear, right? A lot of people say that, and it's so easy to say that. It's so easy to say faith over fear. Right, it's so easy to think that. Right, I just got to put my faith over my fear. Right, that's all I got to do. Right, right. But that takes action. It does. You can't just say it. You just can't wear a shirt. You can't wear a bracelet well, on it. I may have a bracelet. They're <laughs> telling. Right, it even says that. Right, it takes action it to actually put faith over fear. You got to seek God. You gotta pray. You gotta worship. You gotta use your wep- your worship as a weapon. Amen. You gotta use your praise as a sucker punch. Amen. You gotta get around holy and and godly people. Amen. You gotta do all of those things. Amen. It takes actual work. Amen. I want you to know today that salvation is free, and everybody can have it. Amen. But to grow closer to God, it's going to take some work today. Amen. You're not going to be able to do that just by sitting back in a, in a chair. And listen, amen. You got to actually get to work, amen. amen. You got to put your trust and your faith in God. And you got to, you know, sometimes you're going to have to get up and go to the altar. Yeah. And you're going to have to ask God, God, I, I've got this problem in my life, and I just don't feel like I've been trusting you like I should. God, just reveal whatever that is, God. I don't know if it's pride, I don't know what it is, but whatever it is in my life that's causing me not to trust you like I should. Please remove that from my life, God. I want to be able to trust you, God. I don't want to have fear in my life. I don't want to have all these depression in my life, God. I want to trust you. I want to have that joy. I want to have that abundant life that you promised me, God. See, the Bible says that we would be have life, but we would also have it more abundantly. Promised us more abundantly, life. Some of us are living below that abundant life. Today, if that's you, Today, if you've got some things in your life today that you want to give to God, or if you just, maybe, you, uh, maybe you're just not trusting in God like you, you know you should, there is no shame in coming to the altar. Amen. 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 I, I come to the altar quite often. Amen. Some people come to the altar every church service. That's okay. Amen. I'm going to tell you the truth. I think we ought to pray every church service. Amen. I don't know if it ought to be an altar. I don't know if it ought to be in our chair. I don't know how that should work. Amen. But I believe that we should seek God more. I believe we should pray more. And today we're going to give us that opportunity today. We're going to open up these altars today. And if you want to pray for anything, they're open. People will meet you up here. If you don't know Jesus as your personal Savior, if you don't have the hope and the confidence in your life, that we've been talking about today, today's your opportunity. You have an opportunity today, a God-given opportunity today to get your life, to get saved, amen, to give your life to Jesus. And it's easy. The Bible says in Romans 28 and 8 that if you'll just believe and confess with your mouth that you can be saved. It's pretty easy. All you have to say is, God, I believe... And God, please forgive me of my sins. And He'll save you just like that. Amen. And you'll have this hope and this trust. So today, if, you have, if you're not saved, if you've never given your life to Him, or if you are saved and you're just not trusting in God like you know you should, or if something's on your heart and bothering you today, find a place at this altar and let's pray. And I'm going to get out of your way. Heavenly Father,